You're listening to Building Health with Dr. Melina Roberts, offering valuable information to help you lead a healthy life. All right, welcome. This is Dr. Melina Roberts, and I have with me Dr. Amanda Ferris, and we are going to talk about optimizing brain function. Um, we have a brain optimization program that we're offering at the clinic, and uh, Dr. Ferris is facilitating it. So let's talk about some of the signs that the brain is not optimized. What are some of those signs? Um, well, the first thing is that you are not able to do the things you want to do. I think most cleanly and clearly, you have a vision for your life that you want to be able to have, have more deep, better relationships. You want to be able to um, succeed in your work at a different level. You want to be able to be a better parent. You find yourself acting in ways you don't want to act, but there's this thing that you can't just, just change it. You can't just get to where you want to go. There's something stopping, something blocking you. And so you know what you want to do, you know how you should behave and do it, but you're just not able to. And then you go see your doctor or you start getting labeled with things like anxiety, depression. Um, you may say that you're exhausted, fatigued, lacking sleep. You're you know, just not having enough energy. So you might label it as all those things, but really there's something there that's stopping you from being everything you want to be because consciously you're smart enough, you know what to do, but there's something holding you back. And so as a brain optimization title, we would uh, label that as you have some neural pathways, neural networks that you're simply repeating and repeating, they're ingrained. Um, I like to describe it to people as it's like um, uh, a river, a, a stream that flows down a mountain. And you know, after a couple hundred years, it's etched out into the rock and there's no way that stream is going any other path. It's obligated. It's completely um, it urged and in, it's the impulse is to go down this direction. Neural pathways in your brain are like that. You just keep repeating the same thing over and over again. The brain loves familiarity. It loves doing, even if it's bad, it just wants to do the same thing over and over again. So making a new neural network, sometimes that's talked about as a new habit, but that's all it is. It's creating something new. And often we know consciously what we want that to be and how we want to be better, but we just can't get there. And so we understand after, I think, working years with patients and um, working with chronic illness is that sometimes you can do all the right things. You can force yourself to do the right diet and you can take all these wonderful supplements, do all of these treatments. And yes, bodies respond, they get cleaned out, things get better, but sometimes people are still trapped and or illnesses just don't heal, or there's still blockages. And we know that and, and talk about that as old traumas. And so years ago, long time ago in the past, things happened that were not completely resolved. They weren't okay with you. They weren't resolved within your body and they created neural pathways and neural networks. And those were reinforced by your stress response. So all sorts of hormones and neurotransmitters in your body keep at making it as if this stress or trauma is still going on, that there's, that your brain thinks something still needs to be resolved. And so it's almost like an open file on your computer. It's just running in the background all the time. 
and creating an enormous amount of stress. And so it's almost like you're on this vicious roller coaster ride that you can't get off, that you can kind of see it happening, watching it, but you can't just turn it off. And so the way to do that is this program that we've created. And there, there, I mean, there are lots of different brain optimization type programs or things that you can do out there. And this is one that we've created and pulled in many different resources to be able to help people create new neural networks. And because we know that the brain is neuroplastic, we can teach the brain to do new things. And the key aspect of doing that is that you have to turn off the stress response first. The first thing you need to learn how to do is feel at ease, good, relaxed, and get that amygdala, which is your smoke detector. Um, you know, that that's like your, your fire alarm going off in your brain that tells the body to keep responding with the stress response. You have to be able to turn that off. And some people can do that really well by learning let's say yoga or meditation, or they know how to do relaxation and calm it down and feel completely at ease. It's in that state that you can then start a new neural pathway and be able to learn a new way of brain function, a new way to respond to certain people in your life or stressors or how you respond to parenting or whatever your issue is. Um, You can't just tell yourself to do it. You have to have an experience where you're completely calm and at ease and the brain is in an optimal state to have new learning and you're able to put to rest some of those old past things that have stayed in play, stayed constantly like running like a little mouse on the back of (laughs) a little uh, hamster wheel, like constantly, like leave me alone. (laughs) I, I, I know this old situation with my parents or an old work thing or whatever. I know it's over. I know it's in the past, but I just, you know, can't feel okay about it. So that's a lot of information right there, but that's basically what, what we do in this program is make sure that we have uh, created the, the, the groundwork for the brain to learn new things and create new neural networks. And then we know that the brain is optimized. Perfect. So I, I'm going to just, um, cause I know you've said a lot of things in yes, there. And so I just want to like so. unpack some of it. Um, yeah. so some of it is that like when the brain is showing signs that it's not optimized, often it will manifest in the human body in different ways. So sometimes we can see yeah. it as anxiety, depression. We can see it as sleep issues. We can see it showing up in the physical body as a chronic pain, um, different disease processes are showing up in the body. And that's because there's blockages in that nervous system that aren't allowing the body to properly heal. And it's affecting different systems of the body. And so that's and how we, those are some of the signs. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That, that, that the brain is not optimized. Um, it's, yeah. So you want to, yeah, I just there. want to yeah. say in there. And I think that that's the connection to the stress response. Yeah. Stress hormones and then inflammation. So as soon as you have this, these, like your experience of it is anxiety, depression, maybe insomnia, exhaustion, feeling stressed all the time. 
that's because there's actual, like, it's not just in your head. It's not just this neural pathway. It's stimulating all sorts of hormones and chemicals that are creating this inflammatory response. Like your pain is real. <laughs> your, your experience yeah. of this is yeah. very yeah. real. Um, but it's all starting in the brain, all of it. Yeah. And I think that that, like, we talk about that in terms of like inflammation, that inflammation is the, is the cause of all chronic mm -hmm. disease. Um, but part of that inflammation is that our nervous system needs to be in a state where it's able to put out those fires. And if it's not able to put out those fires, then it can't work on healing the body. So that's the major role of the nervous system. And the other thing I want to unpack, um, is, is the, the concept of, of the conscious and mm -hmm. the unconscious part that you're that you spoke about, right? It's because I think that sometimes we get caught in that conscious part of our mm -hmm. brain and thinking that it's our fault and we get kind of stuck yeah. in that, that shame loop. And so just letting people know that, that there, that what we'd be working on with this brain optimization program is not the conscious part of the brain. It's, right. you know, the conscious, the unconscious part of the brain yeah. that, that we're working on exactly. that, that is stuck in those loops, mm -hmm. those stress loops that, mm -hmm. that really like, we're not, we're not consciously controlling. Right. And, and we call it like that, you know, autonomic part of the nervous system. It's that, right. that unconscious part of the nervous system. So okay. I think that that's, that's, an important aspect of what you're talking about yes, too. Cause that that's so key because I think when we think of this, like we're adults, we, you know, are totally responsible for ourselves. You know, it's, we know we can change our diet, exercise, sleep more, think positive thoughts, do all these yeah. things yeah. that are like, make a perfect, healthy life. Yeah. And you know, all the things, you know, you should do. And then yeah. I would feel well, but I mean, every, every person I talked to, every patient I've had that was stuck, wasn't stuck because they, they weren't like smart enough or committed enough, yeah, or disciplined yeah. enough, or like they, they knew all this stuff. Yeah. And I know all this stuff, but sometimes you just can't do it. It's just like, you just meet this brick wall of resistance and that piece of resistance gets labeled as a bad thing. And you're not working hard enough. You're not trying hard enough and you feel guilt and shame. But I see that resistance as completely different. It's not something that is bad and it's not something you can ever get rid of. It's something you have to learn to work with because the reason that resistance is there is because your brain and body is working so hard to protect you. Yeah. It's a protection mechanism Yeah, because yeah. your brain sees and views something as dangerous within your environment. It could be something like seriously weird. Like somebody's voice sounds like a voice from 20 years ago that, that made you feel terrible. And, you know, you know, it's over, you know, it's fine, but your nervous system that is under constant surveillance for threats for you fires off a stress response. And then you're left dealing with those hormones and chemicals in your body. And they give you the urge to run, um, fight or hide those are the, those are the only responses your nervous system has. And it makes you, can make you irritated, can make you resistant, can make you, um, not need, want or care about doing things that are good for you in the long run, which is good sleep, good diet, all that stuff. Those are not, those are long run things. And those can only happen when you feel completely at ease and completely safe. Your brain and body is 
cares about right now? What do I need to do right now? I need sugar. I need caffeine. I need to run. I need to get done. I need, you know, like there's this, this huge impulse to save your life and you're not doing anything wrong. When you go through that, you want that to be there. If you do happen to walk out on the street and a car is coming, I sure hope your stress response works so that you can get out of the way. We, we have to have the stress response. You're never going to cure it. You're never going to get rid of it. You're never going to be able to, um, you know, stop it or have it under your control. It's always going to be impulsive, instinctual, reactive for you. And you just have to learn to recognize it. That's all it is. It's just a matter of saying, oh, look, my body, my brain, my body just recognized some kind of threat. I don't even know what it is. But obviously, because my heart's racing, I'm my palms are a little bit sweaty. I'm starting to feel like I have to get out of here. I hate this. I'm bored. I'm all of these things, all these signs that pop up that we sometimes read as like, I should be more mature than this. Children act like this. Like I should know better. But no, actually, your hormonal and your nervous system is just reacting to protect you. And once you recognize that, you're able to say, oh, okay, I can work with this now. I know what to do to tame my my nervous system. I know what to do to get it back in balance. And it doesn't have to be so much about, um, I need to go have positive thoughts and, you know, um, or check out and drink or do something. Um, you learn skills of being able to calm down the nervous system. That- yeah. Well, and I think that, um, like what's, what's important to note is that, um, Typically, like when you're doing conventional counseling, to mm-hmm. me, that's a way of bringing, um, bringing some of that trauma to consciousness, but it's not a way to actually clear it from the nervous system right. and the different techniques that you're using, um, in this, um, in these sessions are ways to quickly, rapidly clear these traumas from nerve from the nervous system without having to relive those traumas and and without even having to bring it up to consciousness for you to consciously remember and consciously understand what's going on you can just clear those from the nervous system um, without having to bring it to, to that yes. next level of the nervous system, we and can just clear it. Having to talk about it for an hour, right? Yeah, you exactly. Have a label of what it was like, there's yeah. something from my childhood with my dad and, you know, it can be that simple. It doesn't have to be, tell me all the details and let's walk through it all. And let's relive it all. Because as soon as yeah. you relive it, on goes that stress response. Yeah, you're, you're re-traumatizing and, the nervous And system. your subconscious mind doesn't know that it's not happening right now. Yeah. It actually yeah. believes it's happening yeah. right now. And therefore that's why it ends up being like a loop you cannot ever end. So yeah, yeah I definitely think um, counseling can be great for some people yeah. who need to yeah. learn some new skills and new yeah. language of how to talk through things, how to interact yeah. with people. Like, all of those things or how to recognize what your triggers are, how to do all that stuff. Like um, CBT is, is good for a lot of those things, but it can never, ever get to the depth of why do I just feel off? Why do I just feel stuck? Why do I feel like this is so hard? That's a subconscious thing that you cannot consciously have understanding of because it's logic and this this yeah. is not trauma is not stored in a logical way <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. And I think that that's, that's an important aspect to understand in terms of this program is that we're really getting to the root cause of, Mm -hmm. yeah, root cause quickly clearing that trauma. We're not going through years and years of counseling that that's not what this is about. This is expect that they expect that if I'm really going to deal with my childhood abuse, it's going to take me 10 years. Yeah, because that's not the case. Spend that time, and that's not yeah, the case yeah. at all. You can yeah. very, very quickly be um, unburdened of the yucky, you know, heavy feeling that it's left for you um, by simply understanding how to, uh, you know, stop repeating that same cycle in your brain and begin a new one. And yeah. that's actually can happen quite quickly. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I always find interesting with all of this too, is, um, if you can talk more about like the amygdala, cause I find that that's really interesting. Um, cause like in terms of like the science of it, and maybe I'm just t- totally geeking out on the, oh, the, the neuroscience <laughs> part what, of it, like, but I, I really like, yeah, exactly. But that, I like yeah. how, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, like that's basically what's happening when we're in that stress response is that, Mm -hmm. that amygdala is like on fire Mm -hmm. and it's just, and that's what you can see in terms of the nervous system when someone's stressed. And then we want to make sure that we like put out that fire. So, um, yeah, if you talk a little bit about that amygdala, I think that's kind of a cool aspect of understanding that that's what we need to access in order to, to bring that nervous system down. And that's what we're accessing in terms of that subconscious. Yeah, exactly. And you're, you're dealing with, there's actually two of them, one on each side of the brain, the the little almond shaped little things sitting in the brain. And, um, there's actually like, you think it's because, oh, I can't calm myself down because I don't have emotional, you know, intelligence or skills or whatever. No, the reason is, is because you have this physical thing, anatomical structure in your brain that is, um, that is sending out signals that there's a threat and a danger. And it's called the, either a smoke detector, I call it a security guard in in the brain. And it almost becomes like a trigger happy security guard that's jumping at every noise and every little thing when it's not a true emergency. And what happens when, especially in childhood, when people go through really um, significant traumas is that the, um, the amygdala actually gets they get bigger. Like when they look at them on on functional MRIs, they're actually able to see these giant structures that they're supposed to be small. And because they've taken over and become so trigger happy, you start to find a family dinner to be life-threatening. You start to find things that you shouldn't, that truly aren't life-threatening. They seem like it. Your brain is perceiving them as that. So you're having to deal with this amygdala and calm it down. And the, and so how do you do that? Right? Like how you can't just tell it if you've ever tried to tell yourself, calm down, calm down, calm down. It's okay. It's not that bad. Well, it's, it, you, you, there's no direct pathway from your conscious brain of logic and language to your amygdala. The only direct pathway that they've discovered that actually exists that can dampen it down is the, there's a structure in the brain called the medial prefrontal cortex. And the only way that you start lighting that up and using that is by noticing yourself. That is like, if, if you start doing um, yoga, let's say, and you start 
thinking about where does my arm go? How do I get myself in this position? Oh, that kind of hurts. Oh, I feel a stretch here. Oh, I think I'm going to try to take a breath and take a bigger stretch. Once you start noticing what's happening within your own body for about a minute, you have to do it for a full minute. That's when you're actually able to get that amygdala calm. Mm, So that's why yoga works. It's not because you're tapping into some spiritual guru in whatever other it's it's not like that it's what it's doing to your brain same with meditation you're actually going inward and you're getting curious curiosity and imagination are the two um functions that you would that you'd find yourself doing that turn on this part of the brain where you're starting to be like oh what, why does this feel like this when I do this? Or what's going on when this happens? Or, oh, I wonder if I did this with my arm or body or leg. And it, I wonder how it would feel. Like when you start thinking like that and being in the, the presence of that curiosity and imagination, the brain cannot stay stressed. It cannot, it cannot continue. The amygdala can't continue firing. And it actually completely comes back into normal state. So yeah, and then, do it. and then when you're able to access that, that's when you can go in and basically reprogram or rewire right. mm-hmm. the, the nervous system. Yes. So, so the, that's kind of part of the process of during of the getting, optimization program, yeah. you do all sorts of exercises together where we get that amygdala calm, calm, and, and then you create those new pathways. Yeah. And then we move yeah. on to other processes, but yeah. And it's amazing how people will fight me on that. Yeah. yeah. When, when you're in that fight flight mode, you're like, no, seriously, like, you know, I have to stay stressed. I have to stay on guard. I have, because you're fighting hundreds of thousands of years of evolution and of, you know, that like, this is the energy that a mother can lift a car off a child. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge and it's massive energy to fight. And so you're, until you can be like, oh, I'm, you know, stop fighting against it, uh, you know, let it go. Um, you just keep fighting and fighting for your right to stay stressed. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's one of the reasons people are, you know, that's what res- people get called resistant, resistant, yeah. treatment, resistant to, you know, oh, you just, you just won't do what I say. You won't whatever. Well, no, it's because your body is trying to protect itself. And I understand that. So it's easy for me to work with people that way. It's not, it's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's like your brain is, is working so hard to try to keep you in that state. And, but the magic wand, you can wave the magic wand and just start noticing yourself start. That's why I ask a lot. The question I ask often in, in the program is what did you notice there? what happened when, when we did this small relaxation technique or something. And many people will say like, Oh, I'm calm or whatever. It's better. Or, you know, but we have to dig deeper because you got to spend a full minute to really start making that shift. Um, and so that's what happens with that. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I think that that's really interesting and it's, you know, um, understanding that, yeah, there is like, there is like lots of neuroscience to how this mm-hmm. program works. And it's like 
you know, it's grounded in the latest neuroscience and, um, yeah, we're understanding it at that level, but then understanding it in terms of how the body works. Right. And and a practical application for us within, um, a treatment time, right. You have to have a practical thing. Um, because yeah, this is really how it became like, when I really researched, why does yoga work so well? What's the neuroscience behind that? What's yeah, happening yeah. when people meditate and, um, and, and can we tweak that and do that more simply? And can people get to it faster? Lots of people don't want to have a yoga practice. You don't have to have one in order to get yeah. the benefit of what it's doing. Yeah. 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 The, no. Great. If you do, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I think, I think that's great. You know? Yeah. Just understanding that this is uh, grounded in the latest mm-hmm. neuroscience that it's fast, efficient, works really well. And, um, and then, you know, that, that you have to do the work with, uh, like one-on-one with a practitioner in order to to get these results. It's not something, unfortunately, it's not something Mm -hmm. that you can do on your own. You can do some of those exercises, but, but really to clear those past traumas, uh, you need to work with someone. Do you have to be in in the presence of another person where you feel completely safe? So even though, even though I know a lot of this stuff, I can't do it by myself. I have to go be with someone and connect and have the same intention with someone and share my energy with them. And we connect and that connection, the, 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 the amygdala doesn't stand a chance with that. When you have that human connection, it will calm down. That definitely gets everything back balanced again when you have that connection. So that's key. Yeah. Perfect. Sounds great. All right. We'll end there. So uh, thank you so much for uh, Dr. Ferris for answering all our questions. And I hope that helped bring some clarity to everyone who's listening or watching. And um, if you have any questions, you can leave some questions below. And until next time, we'll see you in the next video. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like it, share it with your friends and family, make a comment below, help us spread the word of creating health. You've been listening to Building Health with Dr. Melina Roberts. Continue to learn, grow, and build health.